4: Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls and no dirty dishes, because Enkidu has washed them all up for you.
2: <laughs> what a <laughs> nice wall yeah. Oh my gosh.
4: Aww. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these squeaky clean players, so say hi everyone.
1: <laughs> Loneliness is next to godliness.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which is next to Enkidu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whilst Enkidu deals with a spot of dust that he's just noticed, uh, let's cue the theme tune.
3: Pay your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and D20 Let's play D&D
0: Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best lay plans Take a turn when checks are missed
1: Roll initiative Brandish your blades. Don't fail your saves,
4: no risk too great, no choice too
2: bold. This is your story, no doubt, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Great, choice, this is small
4: so, having arrived at Ferocene's home, Oren helped inspect some magical prosthetics, and as he began to analyse them, they activated and launched themselves in his direction. With everyone scrabbling to trap them in boxes, Ferocene quickly constructed an anti-magic field to deactivate them. Unsure of how that had occurred in the first place, the party decided it best to rest and think about it in the morning. As they passed the brass golem in the garden, however, a face appeared on it and called them forward, claiming that an untested wingthrup had been detected. Not knowing who it could be referring to, you all proceeded to solve its riddle and acquired the designs for a magical compass. The night went by with no danger coming to you, with Gaius pilfering some wands and sheets of gold from Ferrisine's workshop. Juna and Kidu both magically reached out to their contacts in hopes of learning more of the Wingthrops, but to no avail. The next morning, June is set to making waffles, and Orin turned his attention to the designs.
1: That's where we pick up. Yeah.
0: So Juna's going to bring you your waffles in the workshop. That's it.
1: <laughs> the mage going to be busy picking up tools that Orin's asked for. Yep. And Kidu is going to be on the box, like, like scrutinising really hard, like, kind of struggling to keep up, but, like, just being attentive.
4: Amazing. And Orin, what are you doing? Okay.
1: Um. Well, okay, so he's going to get
5: the plans out. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have another good look at them. He's obviously studied them a little bit last night before he went to sleep uh, mm-hmm. to try and figure it out. Uh, having sussed out that it looks like he probably needs to s- use his Smith tools, his Tinker tools, and maybe later on his calligraphy stuff, he's going to try and figure out what he wants to start with. He might... Uh, think about doing a bit of
4: smelting to start with with that uh, big golem outside. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, Ferrocene has woken up, and she is, yeah, partly helping you. She's still a bit groggy. She's more interested in the waffles. <laughs> but she does sort of get the... What is it called? The forge. Yeah. Uh, she gets the forge started. Uh, it takes a little while to heat up, but that gives you plenty of time to figure out what you're all doing with the golem.
5: Okay, I don't think we're going to need loads of it, but I think we're going to need a bit of it. Um looks like it's all in one bit like i can't just be like just take the
4: hand off and <laughs> hmm. yeah no it seems to be i mean there are smaller details on it but uh it seems to be one big piece of metal uh,
5: and keydo? yes have you got a way of chopping off a bit of the golem
1: um see what i can do um i'm gonna roll the roulette for a new Pat's weapon
2: okay cool
1: ah it's not a helpful one um a whip shows up in my hand
5: Um, what are you doing with that kiddo
1: that's no good at all um i can just try again okay and this one nope you know what i'm just gonna it's brass knuckles i'm just gonna just just uh just blast it with some magics maybe some chunks will fall off
4: amazing uh yeah if you want to make an attack roll with a
1: eldritch blast yeah i'll send two of them just uh, just to be sure. I was thinking something more pres- Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I can pinpoint. With that- oh, oh right. no, 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 absolutely. L- I've seen you. your dab hand with that psh, pew, 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 thing, whatever it is. But a sword is pew, not going to cut brass, right? Like, that's that's mad. Well,
2: I
5: was hoping maybe one of your magical, I don't know if they're magical swords. I don't know how it works. Well, they are magical. Thing. Like,
1: you know what? I'll just use the scimitar. I take I- the scimitar and I just try to attack it.
4: Yeah, make, it, make an attack roll against the golem. <laughs>
1: um that's a 12 i mean Ew. it's a golem. 12. it's not moving it's like, not moving it Can't be hard to hit but it is pretty
4: solid so there is this wonderful ringing noise like as as your blade collides with it and even as you pull the blade away a little bit there's no damage to this this statue but there is a small dent in your scimitar in your scimitar oh no oh, sorry in
5: my
1: scimitar yep oh. <laughs> You know what? That's fine. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Give, it give that. Give that. I give it to. Oh, I have to go with him because it will disappear. <laughs> well, okay. Hold it too. out then. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'll get a little bit of tape out and just put a
1: little bit of tape on the little dent. <laughs> smooth it
5: out. Smooth it out. Yeah. yeah. And it, you yeah. know, it
4: repairs the dent. It's that one little patch is not as as sharp as the rest of the blade, but you know, it's it's not dented anymore. Sorry, yeah.
5: oh, no, um, no,
1: it's fine. Uh, it's fine.
5: Okay, hang on. Hang on I'll, I'll try this. I'll try this. Uh, and he pulls out his blowtorch instead of fireballs, mm-hmm. and is gonna try and blowtorch off a bit of it, the hand. Yeah. Make an attack roll.
4: Okay. Okay? 22. Yeah. Um so it takes a little bit of time. You're going for one of the hands, did you say?
5: Yeah. Yeah. If that seems like an obvious sort of thing to go for.
4: They're both uh holding the great sword sort of hilt that's sort of directly in front of this golem, but like that you basically like slowly and surely burn through and like melt down the edges of the top hand so that you actually manage to like pull it off completely unfortunately Ankido just rolled that a little bit too low <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, it takes a little bit of time probably about 10 15 minutes of like trying to melt this thing down bit by bit and but the whole hat top hand does come off eventually hey there we go um great uh, no you were I think you definitely made an
1: indentation on it that's okay you don't you don't have to it's all right let's just get this inside okay yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> So, <laughs>
4: um, as you sort of go back to figure out how to start melting this down uh, what are Gwendolyn and Gaius doing
3: Gwendolyn has been basically like working out in the courtyard like half keeping an eye on what Oren and, and Do were up to but like <laughs> mostly like just like yeah they're <laughs> just like concentrating on what she's doing working out and so then when they leave mm. um, she basically wants to try and like uh, roundhouse kick the head off oh my <laughs> gosh
4: Okay, make an attack roll. Is it a bronze (laughs) statue? I can't wait
5: to see the the impact on your foot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, I mean, she knows that it's probably not going to work and she's definitely checking that nobody is watching before she tries this, but she just is really tempted to, so she does it. Oh, no. And she gets a 16.
4: 16. Oh, wow. Uh, You take three points of damage. Yep. (laughs) Bludgeoning damage. Um... (sighs) (laughs) and it takes you a good five minutes of like walking around on that foot just to like ease it back in again you have a quick check and there's definitely a bruise just on the top of your foot
3: (laughs) Uh, can she check that nobody saw her do that
4: (laughs) yeah make a perception check
3: uh, oh okay uh that's a four
4: It's a four <laughs> juna has been like literally just <laughs> at the point that you leave to do the kick juna is coming out with like the tray of like empty waffles empty waffles <laughs> empty plates so she completely sees this I don't know whether or not Juno will oh that
0: mess. looked painful <laughs> uh do you need yeah. do you need some do you need some first aid mm. <laughs> No, i'm mm, you know
3: that some um... I, oh, ah, je, I'm just going to walk over here, actually. <laughs> and Wendellin, like tries to hobble off, like trying to
0: stride, but totally just being like... Juno ah, ah, ah. sort of shakes her head, like, oh, I don't know.
4: Um, what's Gaius been up to?
6: Gaius has been um, composing a song. <gasps> been composing a song about the idea that somebody's body is not quite their own and he's just taking inspiration from all the, the arms that were attacking him yesterday and his companions and just thinking about that and just coming up with some lyrics he can't quite catch it it's he's playing around he's chewing a melody all through the morning while they've been working out and he it, and and he keeps trying it out on his lute and it doesn't come quite right and but by the end of it when the that, that those next couple of hours he's he's worked something out he's in the makings of it and now he's just trying to attach some lyrics to it and that's as far mm-hmm. as he's got.
4: Nice. Do you want to make a performance check to see how far he's gotten with that?
6: Seven. So he feels
4: like he's got some chords, but yeah, he's not quite... Yeah, it's just Like, not... a melody is kind of a little bit elusive, and then that's stopping him from thinking of, like, words to go into it as well. But, like, yeah. the musings and, like, the structure of the song is there. But, mm. yeah, you're, like, it keeps... It almost keeps shifting slightly every time you try playing through it. And you think, oh, maybe I've, I'm not as secure in this as I thought.
6: Okay. And that's, that's all he's doing. Just sitting there. Whereabouts uh, are
4: you going to stay... Are you doing that in the shed?
6: Are you doing that? Uh, I was actually thinking he wants to like go somewhere where there's like a bit of altitude for him to enjoy it. So I was actually almost tempted to be like, "Oh, he's like sat on top of like some crates in the courtyard." But then he realizes that like Gwendolyn's doing her thing, so he quietly like goes. I don't know if there's somewhere around in the cottage like an advantage point where he just wants to sit up. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. You um. You sort of, you go in and there's actually like a very small balcony uh, by one of the windows upstairs. So you head up and it's it's not a bedroom. Luckily, it's it's sort of more like a, a small study. There's loads of like scribbled designs and things all over the place. But you sort of push past the mess in this room, open the, the, the little door onto like a, like a, it's almost like a little Juliet balcony. But enough that you can sort of pull a chair out and sort of watch down at everybody else. Sure.
6: At one point he does realise, oh, I'm in the room alone with the potential master artificers bedroom nearby so we're quite she's still wingthrop, so i'm just gonna poke my head in and see if there's anything of note in
4: her bedroom yeah make a investigation check seven what you do notice is that it smells like teenager <laughs> <laughs> and there are clothes on every surface that you are pretty sure some of them have not been washed in a while and some of them clearly have been washed, but have then just been dumped next to dirty clothes. And you don't know That's how right. she tells the difference between what is clean and what is
6: not.
5: You smell them, it's easy. <laughs> uh.
6: Nothing of note here. And I will be going back to my melody. <laughs> don't let Enkidu near that room. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You'll never leave this house because Enkidu will have to clean it first. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so, Oren, you spent mm-hmm. some time with Ferrocene, sort of help guiding you a little bit as well. Can you make a Smith's Tools check, please?
5: So, question the first.
4: I would like
5: to cast enhanceability, please, before mm-hmm. I begin doing anything with the tools. Mm-hmm. I have to choose what kind of enhancement I'm giving myself either like against strength checks or uh, dex checks or charisma intelligence wisdom Mm. so on so i don't know if i can tell in advance what skill is going to be most useful because i think with tools as far as i understand it i'll be adding proficiency assuming i'm proficient with that tool and appropriate and a stat and a stat depending on what sort of track i'm going to break and i'm not saying tell me what i'm going to do so i can pick (laughs) the right one but like i if orin can try and figure out what is going to be potentially Hmm. useful
4: yeah um probably something different for all three so for smiths the smith's tools probably strength yeah tinker's tools dexterity and calligrapher supplies intelligence cool Because of, again, like using that design, basically what it is that you're doing with each of those sets of tools. Like the Smith's Tools is a little bit more trying to forge the the shapes of the the compass, the basic compass. The Tinker's Tools is like trying to dexterously put it together just like exactly. And then the Calligrapher Supplies is more to like mark in the arcane stuff. So it's more... A knowledge of magic that's being used through those tools okay how long does enhance ability last uh, it's concentration for up to an hour so the other thing you'd know is that this whole process would probably take you like four or five hours yeah so yeah you could do it with one check but probably by the time you get to the next stage of of building this compass it would have worn off anyway
5: i think he's gonna he's gonna keep that in his back pocket as an idea for later on and for john for the moment as it were hey.
2: hmm.
4: in which case if you'd like to make a smith's tools check please uh with your strength yeah if anyone is around that would like to offer some support in any way to Orrin doing this
0: is there time for me to have got back there having made and served the waffles Definitely. i think that's what G- gina would just be like let me I, I don't know what to do but just let me know what you need me to do and i'll do it <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, I'm okay. still I'm still around.
5: Oh fantastic. Next team. Okay, uh grab those tongs. Uh hang on. Uh gra- the uh well we need to get the forge up to temperature a bit more. Uh if you wouldn't mind just getting the bellows out and will uh, start giving them both instructions on how yeah. to
1: <laughs> I can multitask mage hand goes out one way to pick yeah. up oh, stuff perfect. <laughs> runs over to the bellows, like alright, let's let's give this a go. Ah oh, see 4
5: Okay. So straight roll uh oh. Art Sand's intuition means I can add a D4. For
4: this one, I'll actually say you can have advantage. Okay. Uh, of the group helping you.
5: Thank you, group. Ooh. Yeah, useful. So this was uh, this was strength and proficiency. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That is that is a non-natural twenty.
4: Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it takes you a good sort of hour or so working all together, melting down this this fist of brass, getting it to a sort of a good liquid temperature. I'm going to apologise to all of the actual blacksmiths out there. Yeah, I mean, I've not got a clue either. I'm
5: sorry. I, I really should have done my homework. <laughs> Between episode thirty-one and thirty-two, I've had plenty of time to figure this all
4: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But essentially, yeah, you pour it out into a mold um, that Ferrocene has, like, sort of quickly scrabbled together, quickly using the designs and like other molds that she has of similar sizes and things. So, yeah, after about an hour, you find that you've got loads of different small pieces of brass now that you reckon could construct the, the casing of the compass, as well as like a few like internal gears, strangely, that you'd need for this thing. Okay, awesome. Okay,
5: so get, I get all the little bits forged and then crack on with the next stage, I guess, of uh, mm-hmm. assembly. Uh, right,
3: I figure around... This time Gwendolyn would wander in to kind of like help out. She's kind of walked off her bruise a bit. like (laughs) She's been working out, but now she's a bit bored and curious and wants to see what's going on.
4: Yeah. With um, all of these things having like cooling down in different spaces around the the workshop, you clear one table and start like piecing things together. As this is a slightly more finicky task, very precise task, you're not going to be able to have everyone helping you. So is there anyone that you would need or anyone that you'd like? some input from
5: uh sort of fiddly little minute details and bits and pieces i think he uh, i think actually hmm who are we gonna ask i think thinking back to his time working with the gnome who trained him mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff he sort of wants to get in a comfortable zone familiar zone so i think he'd ask juna if she wouldn't mind just coming over and
0: uh and she's Dexy.
5: Oh, even better. There we go. <laughs> 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 if, yeah, if he wouldn't mind, just so he can sort of get a little bit into that mind frame of being back in, uh, back in the Woden uh, um Does yeah, does he there. say
0: this out loud or just think this in his head? Um, I think he would say a little
5: bit as he's getting stuff together. I think
0: because I think in um, that case, June would be like, if it if it would help for you to tell me about your. Gnome trainer, while you do it, feel free. (laughs)
2: Lord drop. Lord (laughs) drop.
0: Nice
1: one, Vicky.
3: Well, uh, yeah, if you don't need me and uh, Enkidu, then uh, Enkidu, why don't we give those um, knuckle things? What are they called?
1: (gasps) Brass knuckles.
3: Why don't we give those brass knuckles a go outside and you can call us when you need us? Uh,
2: Yeah,
1: Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it.
3: Gwendolyn walks outside uh, feeling psyched.
1: (laughs) And Enkidu kind of leans back as he walks like, "Mm, what is she up to? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, he goes. He goes there. Brilliant.
5: So Oren sets to work, fiddling with the the little things and bits and Mm -hmm. pieces um, as he goes. Um, Yeah, I I think I mentioned uh, the person before who um, mentioned her name, Eliwick. Eliwick the Quill. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's nice. I've been thinking I should write her a letter, actually, and let her know how I'm getting on, but I haven't quite figured out what to say in it. But I thought I could use your book of notes to send her a little message. It's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Sorry, side note, really quickly, because I don't want to divert from the story, but can I just flower check that name? <laughs> Amazing, Ooh. yes.
6: Yes, you can. Mother Fudgin' Flower Checks.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, don't worry.
4: No, you don't know anything about anyone called Ellie Wick.
0: Cool.
5: Um, yeah, she's a bit of an expert, taught me, taught me a lot, really.
0: Is that where you take your quill from, or is that just coincidence?
5: No, that's where I take it from. Um, I kind of, I haven't actually told her that I've taken on the name, I hope she doesn't mind. Um, It's not what people used to call me back on Woden Isles, just used to call me, or in Marath, because, well, I'm from, from there, I guess, or Sol Marath, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did we decide Ori Marath or Sol Marath, David?
4: I kind of like <laughs> the sound of Marath, but... I mean, technically Sol Marath is an offshoot of Marath, so they might have called you that. Cool.
5: Even if they thought he was from Sol Marath. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was that was what I was called. But I don't know. I kind of, when I left there, I just felt like taking on something to remember who trained me. And so I took on, took on her name.
0: She must have meant a lot to you. Yeah. And did she teach you how to do all of
5: of this. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. She taught me what she could. I mean, she's not so uh, she's uh, a little bit less of a tinkerer, I guess, than me. She's a bit more yeah, she's a bit more into the magic a bit more than me. Uh, mm. Less into the tinkering. Um yeah, more more naturally arcane than me. I've I never do enough to really do it myself unless I'm using a tool or using something else to kind of channel it through, but yeah, uh, she just she could snap her fingers and do stuff. Uh, it's not a skill I've ever really managed to get.
0: We all have different skills. Yeah, your skill is amazing. We'd be lost without you right now, certainly. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, but yeah, she taught me a lot. She, uh, she
5: really knows her stuff. Anyway, it does. Um, yeah, just reminds me of you sometimes. That's all. That's nice. Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd kick myself for not asking. I might be overstepping the mark. But she didn't have any marks on her, did she? That you knew of?
5: Dm, <laughs> not that you knew of. No, not that. Not that i ever noticed. No, no.
0: So, so take me through. What are you, what are you doing right now?
5: Um, okay, and I'll take Juno through what I'm, what I'm doing with stuff. Uh, I might do a little ability on myself uh, before I do this check, just in
4: case. So,
0: <laughs> I- can I give him some guidance as well?
4: You can also give him some guidance. Yes, I will spend my spell slot. I kind of imagine for this,
5: I'm basically giving myself advantage on Dex checks, mm-hmm. cat's grace for an hour. So I kind of possibly imagined through this it's some sort of slightly performance-enhancing drug
2: <laughs> that
5: uh, Oren kind of, like, nervously fingers in his thing. He's like, uh, don't tell him, Ralph. And then just, like, pops a little pill <laughs> in. <laughs> just to kind of, ah, uh, uh, just little thing I've been working on. Uh, just an idea. Don't know. Uh,
1: Oren is juicing! <laughs> He's juicing. <laughs> Oren is on rides! Right. Oh, my gosh! <laughs>
4: His pupils dilate, and he's like, "Everything is very precise."
2: Yeah. <laughs> this,
5: this is, is like his insane. fingers moving so so precisely with each of yeah. the each of the tinker's tools as he maneuvers stuff into place. <laughs> wow!
2: Yeah.
4: Um, if you want to make a uh, tinker's tools check, then uh, dexterity and proficiency with advantage because of your enhance ability pill. Junor, are you giving him guidance as well?
0: I'm giving him guidance. Yeah, one d four if you, whenever you need it.
4: Awesome! Thank you.
5: And I'm using the yard sands stuff. Oh, thank goodness for all of the stuff because that was not great, guys. So that is fourteen plus five, nineteen.
4: Uh, yeah. Again, it takes a good amount of time to make sure that everything is fitting to place exactly. Uh, you're still waiting on a couple of uh, of of the of the pieces to cool down. And, like, it just takes a little bit of time in Ferrocene's workshop to find bits of glue and all the rest of it to, to like, put these things together. I wish Enkidu
5: was here to tidy this up a bit. like, this is a mess.
4: (laughs) But after a few hours, uh, it is done. So during that time, Gaius, you've gone back out to, like, continue sitting and playing. Uh, And as you're sort of looking down into the courtyard, Gwendolyn (laughs) and Enkidu step out.
2: Yes! (laughs)
6: <laughs> excellent oh I play God. an appropriate piece of music for uh, a bout
2: <laughs>
3: so look I, um, I've been training whenever I can but it really doesn't it's not so great when I don't have somebody to spar with and I kind of feel like you're the best person that I could spar with I've seen those um, brass knuckles before and if you're up for sparring I would appreciate it but it doesn't matter, like, if you don't want to, whatever.
1: You know? I, uh, yeah. I've been neglecting my training, actually. I, uh, it's been a long time since I was taught um, some hawkish boxing, actually. But I was never really good at using everything that I was taught at, so I could always use a refresher.
3: I'm, I'm sure there's things I could learn from you as well, so it would be mutually beneficial.
1: Sure. Okay, so um, how do you how do you want to do it?
3: I don't know, make ourselves some sort of um, I don't know, circle or square, something to work within, and um, go at it. Okay. Yeah.
1: I cast Mage Hand. It will raise up. One finger will extend, and it will draw a line in the dirt, in a perimeter around us. This is cool.
5: Now we know why Enkidu has Mage Hand, so he doesn't have to get his hands dirty.
6: That <laughs> oh makes so much sense. <laughs> He is a clean
1: bean. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, he'll take off his um, his jacket and his breastplate. He'll hunch his shoulders up, raise his fists up high, and extend his left foot out and lightly tap his foot against the ground and assume that stance.
3: Okay. Wendelin is going to uh, take a few stretches, kind of um, walk out the, the arena that we have. Uh, He's also going to pick up a bit of dirt She's going to rub it on her hands.
2: Yeah. She's rubbing that on her hands. Just a
3: little intimidation check and limbering up. And she, too, takes a uh, a stance that's like, I'm ready
4: for this. Gaius, what are you doing?
6: (laughs) I am like, whereas before I was just playing that ditty to myself, all that song and trying to get it. I can see that. And just through the through the influence and through the the sheer enjoyment of what i'm playing my fingers start to play for me and suddenly like there is a, a strumming pattern occurring that is going to underplay and i'm playing very loudly so they can it's almost like they can they, they think it's coming from just their inner fighting conscious but actually it's coming from me i'm just so if i could if i could violently inspire them both i would be at this moment but i can't <laughs> mechanically so imagine it's that level.
4: <laughs> um, in which case can all three of you roll initiative
2: <gasps> yes! oh, oh my gosh oh. yes
4: this is can I happening. just say I like I imagine the geese have come out to watch
2: absolutely <laughs> yeah.
4: oh and so is Myra Myra was interested in the designing of things but now it's gotten to the nitty gritty of like putting it together she's like meh <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yes Gwen do yes yes <laughs> 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 this is like Myra's dream come true, isn't
2: yeah.
4: it? <laughs> um, Gaius, what did you get? Um, I got a 15. And Kidu, what was yours? Five. Five, Rinky. Ooh, Ooh, Gwendolyn, where are you at?
3: I got a 21.
4: <laughs> <That's Ooh.
3: it.
2: laughs> so,
4: as the two of you are standing, facing each other, just ready for either one of you to make a move, Gwendolyn, it's your turn.
3: Okay, so um, I've been watching a bit of sumo recently, because, uh, why not? I mean, there's so much prep before they go into it, but there is this kind of, like, they look into each other's eyes, uh, like, the last person to, like, touch the ground is, like, the person to, like, set it off. So she's kind of looking Enkidu dead in the eyes, and she's just kind of kind of duck low, kind of strike the ground, and then use that energy to kind of go up and strike and do an uppercut underneath his jaw.
4: Nice, make your attack oh, rolls. I,
3: it would help if I actually landed it in my dice tray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh dear Uh, so that is a, a eight to try and hit
1: Enkidu, because um, he's got the fr- uh, he's got the tapping of the front foot. It's muay thai, if if people don't know. Um, he lifts his front leg up, his knee up, and blocks the strike. Nice.
3: Okay. All right. She's got an extra attack, so uh, she uh, on that block. She then goes in with a um, what should we call it? Uh,
1: an eleven. Enkidu remembers being on the street with a cow, and opening the flower. What he was doing last night? He opens his palm, and then he just. Gently taps her wrist to let the fist um, pass pass by his face. Ooh.
3: Okay, and knowing that those two fists did not work, and she's got her bonus action, which she can also strike with, so she decides to uh, like the fists aren't working, so she's going to swing around and she's going to try and knee him in the gut.
6: Nope.
3: And that, oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> is a ten. <laughs> oh Gwen! <laughs> <laughs> that is three attacks which didn't hit one
1: gosh no uh, remembering cow's <laughs> lessons about distancing he um he the front leg he kind of like taps gwen's stomach um just just to get a bit of distance between them right so he'll just take a quick step back
4: amazing um Gaius, it's your turn are you going to offer any inspiration are you gonna interfere with this fight in any way
6: absolutely he is going to be hopefully through what he's playing at the moment and suddenly he gets a a lyric in his head going "Um, I need Enkidu I need Enkidu to the end of the night he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fresher than right I don't know what the words are Um, (laughs) and then Guy
0: made the words up
2: yeah absolutely right Um, it's his
6: song so Enkidu Kidu has inspiration, Valic inspiration, and just to make it even more fun as well, he shouts out to Gwen, like, Gwen, you got this, you can do this, you have fists of fury, fists of fury, Gwen! And he will uh, bend the truth, meaning that uh, you need to make a wisdom save, and if you fail that, you get advantage on your next attack. Whoa! That's only for unwilling okay so oh, all right so if you're willing i'm willing so you get advantage on your next attack and Enkidu mm. gets a bar of inspiration.
1: so let
2: Aww. the hit points go
1: yeah. <laughs> cool and it's your turn then hmm um he notices the like power coming from somewhere he looks around and he sees guys and he's like so what is going on now well can i ask a quick question mm-hmm. i have thirsting blade but I think that's only for my packed weapon, where I can make two attacks. Uh, your brass knuckles are your packed weapon. Oh, I have them. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can. Handed.
4: Oh no, yeah, you had them out from when you were trying to, oh, yeah, like, baffle the things. So you've got the brass knuckles in your. Ha- it's up to you whether or not you're still wearing them for
1: the mm-hmm. honor of the fight. But yeah, yeah. well, Gwendolyn asked for them, so. <laughs> yeah, she wants. She wants to try out
3: those brass knuckles. She wants them. Okay.
1: Oh gosh.
2: Um... <laughs> Goodness.
3: Oh, Oh. Um. she didn't ask for the whip. She asked for the (laughs) bra. Oh,
1: oh, hello.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Daryl's
2: Sure,
1: Shua, he's going to drop his weight onto his rear leg, jump in and two attacks. He's going to faint right, um, side on left and body hook and then come up for a cross. So that's two attacks. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not a D20, that's a D8.
3: <laughs> sure, sure, keep rolling the D8, Daryl. <laughs>
1: don't forget your bardic Inspiration. I don't need it for the first one. Oh. Uh, it was a 15 oh. plus a Proficiency plus my... So that's plus six, that's a 21 to hit the yeah, first that attack. Hits. Mm-hmm. So that's four points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. That's the hook and the second attack. Um... <laughs> Lucky, You're lucky I wasn't hexblade cursing um, <laughs> That is a 25 to hit
2: Oh yeah that hits yeah. Just <laughs> hits
1: Another 7 points of bludgeoning damage
3: Okay Nice uh, wh- where, where did those uh, punches land? One in the uh, jaw?
1: One in the ribs, one in the square in the jaw Ooh.
3: Okay she just like spits out a bit of blood Gosh. And yeah. smiles
1: <laughs> She <laughs> smiles And is <Keira's laughs> like yeah. what have I done? And you could probably feel uh-huh. a bit of excitement from certain somebody inside and going, Alright mate, this is it. This,
2: this, this, this <laughs> is, this is uh-huh. Uh-huh.
4: There's, there's no words, but yeah, that, that full cal energy is like uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can almost feel him in your fists. So Gwendolyn, it is your turn.
3: Okay, alright, okay. So she feels like, okay, maybe I went in a bit too excited just then. I I didn't land any of those punches, uh, not even the kick, so okay, alright. So she tries to like Breathe, centre ourself, looks at Enkidu, and um, she's going to go for a punch in the guts. And she's got advantage on this from Gaius. So a 19 to hit.
4: Hits. Um, I just had a quick read of the uh, of the thing, and it's actually advantage on all attack rolls until Gaius' next turn.
3: Whoa. Oh, yeah.
1: This could yeah. be horrendous.
3: <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so I'm going... Uh, so that's five points of damage. Sure. And as he's buckled over, she is then going to bring up a knee into his face. 17 to hit? Hits. Okay. Nine points of damage. Oh my gosh. Then she's like going to bring up her fists up above her head and she's going to go to like smash them down in his back. Oh.
1: Uh, Violent. I
3: know. And that is 19 to hit?
1: Yeah, hits. Okay. <laughs>
3: That is six points of damage. Okay. <laughs> and then she kind of like gently like rubs him on the back as she moves, kind of like steps away a bit. <laughs> Just like a, oh, well done, you took that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I took it. <laughs> In
4: which case, Gaius, it's your turn.
6: Gaius is going to now um, glance towards Gwen's direction, seeing that, and he is cringing at every single blow that is being hit. Oh gosh, that's going to hurt. Whoa, watch out there. Wee, poor! And then he's going to say, um, <laughs> I recommend you fake right, break left, watch out for the pig and keep your eye on the fence. Go on, Gwen, get your head in the game. You gotta get your get get, get get your head in the game. Embolically <laughs> inspired yes. Gwen. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> Yes, oh my
2: gosh.
3: (laughs) High-level musical theatre references. (laughs) Yeah.
6: And then he is going to, um, with a chord that will resurge and regenerate um, Enkidu, he will um, call out and go, Enkidu, you got this! You're the menace of madness! You are the titan of terror! Kick our butt! And then uh, he's going to bend the truth again, so that now Enkidu is the one who has advantage. Hmm.
4: Uh, And then Kido, it's your turn. Oh,
1: yeah, sure. Um, I was thinking about. (laughs) I was was thinking about doing something else. uh,
0: He was um, thinking about the kitchen.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's that cup that has uh, just left on the side there, oh. uh, yeah. and that she's dust that kept cooking, coming back. All of yeah. That he's doing. Yeah, bit of twain tied tea just left lying around on the table.
6: There's a bag in the mug. Mm,
4: going, yeah.
6: Oh
1: no. Oh. Yeah. So we're making a ring
6: around it's the Starting to it. go
0: dry. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's
1: thinking of the fighting pits back, back, back in Drem and he's thinking about all the times that cow's like alright come on let's do some training and every time he snuck off or <laughs> made an excuse and he's like oh, I'm for it now <laughs> but time to get my second wind so first attack um, from where I've been like I didn't hit the floor for when she like hit me in the back I'm going to try and get back with, uh, with uppercut natural one even with you advantage, got advantage. Yeah. natural one
5: Oh
1: my God! Oh, that's what? There is two no natural, natural ones. Two natural ones. Two natural
2: ones. Oh, oh. Mate. As for no. the first thing,
1: so my, maybe I wobbled a bit. My legs um, buckled as I—I like, I was too eager to like get back up. I'm like, ah, oh. <sighs> got to calm myself. Then the second attack it's a twelve reroll, two. <laughs> so twelve plus six. So that's an eighteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. So yeah, she dodges the uppercut, and I get back with a straight cross five points of damage
2: Mm -hmm.
5: two natural ones
4: Uh, brought to you by our sister show all small roles (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gwendolyn it's your turn
2: Uh,
3: Gwendolyn is laughing like even though she's just taken damage she's still laughing at like the one that you missed and she's just like super psyched on like the, the fight and the fun of it and so she's just like I'm just gonna like run towards him and like do like a flying kick
2: whoa whoa Whoa.
3: Whoa. that's that's what she's trying to do (laughs) let's see if she does it good this is Sparta yeah that is an 11 Mm.
1: (laughs) he sees it coming and he drops he drops down to like dodge the attack I don't know how you're kicking him
3: she like like she probably just like flies over you <laughs> oh, <my gosh>. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's cool or is it almost like like she kind of like as you as you duck like she kind of almost like barrel rolls off your back and like yeah. falls like sprawled on the floor <laughs> uh, like legs akimbo oh my
2: goodness.
3: she's gonna then because she's kind of like found herself on the floor she's gonna swing her leg around to like try and take his legs from out oh, from underneath him like she's true. getting dirty
1: yeah, and Gita will hate that. A
3: 14
1: uh, to hit. And yes, but... jumps into the air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so he's just got out of the way of her kick, like trying to swing around. She's on the ground, um, and she is going to try and just like grab his coat and bring him down. Oh. And that's what she's going to try and do. She oh, is taking,
0: taking no me. prisoners.
3: Uh, that is a 18.
1: Yeah, that got me.
3: Yeah, she's basically trying to, like, pull him down and then, like, get a hold of him, like, kind of get him into some sort of, like... um I don't know, like, a headlock or something like that. But but a headlock, but with her thighs. Like in Nola home. How did you manage
1: that? Okay, right. Um, a leg. Yeah, lock. like, she's,
3: she's using her powerful thighs to, like, bring him down.
1: So, DM, is this an attack or a grapple? Because that's a grapple um, from fighting experience. So a
4: grapple is a type of attack, okay, so it can fine. be used in any any swing. But um, it is contested if you're trying to pull him down.
3: Yeah. Okay, fair. You
4: can either deal damage with your thighs, yeah. or you can try and pull him down with your thighs. Ah. <sighs>
3: She has got damaging thighs.
0: <laughs> oh,
6: that's on a t-shirt somewhere. Come
3: on, <laughs> Gwendolyn's damaging thighs.
6: We can do this. Crowdsource, patreons, come on, we're
1: looking at you. Inspiring. <laughs> yeah. um, if I tried to hit someone twice, they dodge the attack. I wouldn't grab it I'd carry on hitting them.
3: Yeah, I think yeah, she's trying to deal damage with them. Like, but she's just Ooh. like yeah, trying to like basically like pincer and do damage with her thighs as she's cool, doing cool. it. Cool. So
1: a bit like a black widow
4: move, in which you've sort of like.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, like something cool I've seen on an action film that I don't know how to describe because I'm not as actually Superman like uh, Enkidu and, and Vicky both are in real life. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Enkidu and Vicky. <laughs> Those two real life
3: <laughs> Daryl and Vicky, they're both actually super people, whereas
0: I'm not. <laughs> I've, I feel like Wonder Woman has definitely done that move. In, mm. like, Wonder Woman or mm. Justice League, or yeah, she must have. so she has done four points of
3: thigh damage. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
6: <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the attack that the mm. woman in Goldeneye used on that. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
3: yeah. cool.
6: Um, in which case, Gaius, it's your turn. Oh, gosh, oh, god! Oh, now she's using her thighs. Jeez, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, I don't care where you're from, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> He's, he's done as much as he can I think he's now just going to I don't know just watch and enjoy the rest of it actually no you know what he's going to do retcon no retcon screw it he's going to go and he's going to go downstairs and he's going to fill up a big old bucket of cold water. And that's what he's doing for the next <laughs> 6 to 12 nice. seconds. Yep,
4: yep. And especially with the way that Enkidu had organised the kitchen, you know exactly where it is. You go straight to the tap, and like, bucket, tap, filled. Running back as upstairs.
1: Enkidu, it's your turn. Enkidu's going to like be a bit dazed, as he's never seen a move like that before. i like, what the heck? <sighs> okay. And he's breathing a bit hard, like, oh, I wish I carried on training with the fists. I'm still in this and he's going to go back with punches because that's what he's best at. Nine plus six, 15.
3: Oh, that's my armor class, so that hits, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So yeah, he's going to go switch his legs and boom, left cross. So that is seven points of bludgeoning damage. Magic bludgeoning damage. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm
1: nasty. But as he sees that the punch lands, he's seeing how excited Gwendolyn is, excites something in him, and he leans back, turns his left foot out to the side, for a right roundhouse kick, kick to the ribs.
0: Oh my god. Oh yes. I hope this golem doesn't come alive and we have to fight it. <laughs>
5: <good. A> <laughs> these two are going to be like one hit point each. Oren's burning through his second level spell slots to uh, build a watch uh, compass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i missed with that anyway. Hang on. Um, what was what? Di- what dice is Bardic inspiration? It's, it's a D six. So I rolled a three. Add my six, and then I rolled a five in the Bardic. So that's a fourteen. Yeah, I missed. Miss. Ah, just.
3: <laughs> Ooh, okay, Gwendolyn. Like, like the the things he tried, and she's just like, let's uh, let's see see how far I can push him. She's 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 got herself up. She's uh, circling a bit in this arena, like sizing him up, seeing where she's done some damage, and she decides she just wants to take the wind out of those sails. So she just wants to swing around, roundhouse kick him in the uh, stomach, just really uh, wind him, basically. Eighteen to hit. Yeah, it's okay. Eight points of damage. Mm. How's he looking? Not good. Okay.
1: He's hurt. He's really hurt.
3: She says to him, "Can you take some more, or do you want me to stop?" <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that is spicy. Yeah. Yeah. And Kido is remembering what Alcibiades said last night, and uh, as cool as he thought he played it off, he. It, it, it did It did get on him a bit, and it is Nkiri's desire to be strong, to protect those inside, because he hasn't got just his own life on the line. He's got his friends and even his enemy that he has to make sure to survive whatever comes next. And he's like, Give me what you've got. Yeah.
2: Okay?
3: If you're sure, you tell me when you need me to stop. And Gwendolyn goes to punch him in the jaw. <laughs> Oh, but she does uh, miss that jaw.
2: <laughs> she tries to like pass
3: it off as she was like, like trying to be like, Whoa. like you know, like oh, I was gonna put you in the jaw, but no, I'm not. But it like is totally obvious that she missed. But she's like trying to because that was a natural one. So she just like tries to play it off cool, but then like, yeah, she t- yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And she's just like limbering back, moving her way back, and she is going to try and sweep his legs from out from underneath him again. And she rolls another natural one, so oh. she basically just falls backwards and uh, nice just. Girl. And then she tries to like cross her legs to be like, "Oh yeah, totally cool. I meant <laughs> to do that." <laughs> you just look really rough. That's all, and I just don't want to hurt you too much.
1: And Keely's too tired to be, like, annoyed or upset by the comment. He's like, he's that knackered, like, this is going on. But he's remembering Cal's teaching, and he's remembering, like, if you're tired, don't stop moving. Blow. Momentum. Momentum. Keep it going. Keep it going. And he's thinking, tick-tock, tick-tock. He brings his fists up, like, peekaboo style, and he's swaying left to right in a pendulum motion, and... I don't think anyone can tell this But he's casting Blur
2: <laughs> Whoa Ooh.
6: Nice. Ooh, He's got magic on the ghost He's, he's bringing magic. magic to a non-magic fight Ooh.
4: As you, uh, as you start doing that in KD yeah. It is, it is Gaius' turn just before yours Oh gosh so as you're si- It's alright As you're starting to prepare this spell And you're swaying
6: Gaius What are you doing with a bucket full of water? going mm. from the kitchen to the door in six seconds because that's how long it takes yeah. <laughs> the bucket's full it's very heavy and it's
1: bottling
2: over
4: nice all right. like a goose uh, yeah Enkidu you're starting to blur yeah
1: um, and he's just he's just swaying that's what he's doing he's like come on give it your best um, that's 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 all he's got for this turn wow
5: what's it do what's blur do um blur I mean apart from create albums in the 90s I'm
0: so glad you called that, Ben. <laughs> well yeah. played. So I was going to drop a well. park life in. <laughs>
1: Your body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering to all who can see for the duration any creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against <sighs> you.
2: Oh. oh!
1: Nice.
0: I, I want to know what Gwendolyn's going yeah, to yeah, have to say about this. Yeah, have you used point, any baby. key yet,
5: Gwen? None of all. I haven't,
3: but oh I God. don't... Know if I'm going to. I'll wow. see. All right, we're bringing out the magic, are we, Enkidu? <laughs> well, let's see if I can hit you at all. Uh, and so she's <laughs> just going to try and swing at him and hope she hits something because there is a massive blur in front of her.
5: I think Aggie's going to turn to Rwanda and just like honk excitedly. like.
3: <laughs> and Rwanda <laughs> really will sort room. of like nod. <laughs> 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 my, dice has, my dice has gone way far under my chair. And, okay. A seven. I thought that was a natural one for a moment. Oh. Uh, so that's a seven plus six. So that's a 13. I know that doesn't hit. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, he's blurring away in front of him. Gwendolyn's starting to feel a little bit of motion sickness, but she, she likes this technique, so why not? Let's keep trying. Okay, so that's a 16 to hit at disadvantage.
1: Whoa, I cast shield. Oh,
3: <gasps> have oh, so that means that it doesn't land. Um,
1: my AC goes up to 17.
2: Uh, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the magic <laughs> to the fight. <laughs> all
3: right. Okay. She yes. is going to yes. go for this one last time. Going to use her Bardic Inspiration. So uh, so we're on 14. Let's see what this Bardic Inspiration brings. That's up to 16. Miss. Still the shield up. Oh.
1: Yeah, shield lasts until oh. the next turn. Yeah. So by my next turn, the shield will drop
5: Okay. And then I reckon Enkid out of magic. He's not got many spells, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: She nods her head. She, she, she She's, she's, like, she's, okay, okay. No, we, we're, we're playing it this way. All right.
2: Yeah.
1: You can just hear him breathing really heavily. He's like, uh, oh, and he's using the momentum to try and catch his breath. He's, he's not even like thinking logically. He's just in full automatic mode. Like, got to survive. Keep going. Keep fighting. Don't drop. And Blur lasts a minute, by the way. <laughs>
3: cool yeah. great yeah. great love blur <laughs> blur's
1: the best sorry hand to hand combat with a monk
2: and the use monk, monk challenged me <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. um, She's, she needs to learn how to work against this sort of thing so it's good training for her it's good
5: training. Yeah. Uh, Gaius is, is it concentration blur or is it does it just concentration
1: yeah oh
3: okay. so if I deal damage it'll go
1: um, I have advantage on the concentration oh yeah
3: Okay. Warcaster.
1: Yeah. It finally comes in handy. Gaius, yeah, what are
6: you doing with that bucket? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gwen's in the middle of trying to fight and see through this blur, because you can't see the silhouette that's, like, eh, eh, dragging with its back <laughs> to the fight, like, pulling this, like, barrel as it's making a groove along the ground full of heavy water, and, like, he gets to the edge of the circle, and he squats down, and he, like, lifts the bucket and this is all going to take an extra six seconds so I've got one more round of me <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>.
5: <laughs>
1: what is he doing ridiculous uh, and Kido it's your turn as he's blurring weaving he shuffles forward still weaving um, he's Dempsey rolling so he switches his leads and he goes for a Dempsey roll so it's a look it up <laughs> Uh, a box take. <laughs> Sorry, a mid face audience. Jack Dempsey. Never mind. Um, switches his stance. Isn't, and goes isn't Dempsey rugby. the guy from Grey's Anatomy? Yep,
0: yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Look and He's
5: eating a sausage
6: roll makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. I was with you, Daryl. Keep it going. Keep it going. Thank you.
3: Boxing legend
1: Jack Dempsey invents the Dempsey roll, which Mike Tyson then perfected. All right. Um,
3: Talking of my budgie again, my budgie was called Tyson. It's oh. oh. all connected. Oh, That's my it's goodness.
6: all connected. Land that blow. What's going to happen?
1: That is a 21 to hit. Ooh. That
3: hits. Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. Mm. And as he punch, he leans back and he's still still weaving, still weaving. And uh, for the second hook, oh, <laughs> that is a it doesn't. Mean. It's a four plus six. It's a ten. It doesn't. <laughs> Done here. Yeah, and he's like he's still weaving, like just full automatic.
3: Mhm. Okay. Gwendolyn's <laughs> <Gorgeous laughs> like she she is feeling queasy. It's like being on that boat, but like oh, it is rocking. Mm-hmm it's like me with gifts
2: <laughs> uh, for
3: the listeners uh, gifts make me queasy it's a really weird thing they make me dizzy and queasy so this is basically what uh, Enkidu is now Like she's like a gift he's like a gifter um, <laughs> and uh, so she's like right okay I think I've probably only got one more round in me let's see what I can do um, so she's gonna again she's just trying to hit whatever she can she is getting dizzy Okay, so a disadvantage that is a nineteen to hit. Ooh, that hits. Oh. Okay, nice. Uh five points of damage. Yep. She's then gonna use her bonus action to flurry a fucking blow. Yeah.
1: Uh, here comes the key oh, points. Oh no, she didn't. Do I roll concentration now or wait till after? Oh, yeah, well, you want Matt?
4: Uh, you want You want Roll a roll a roll a concentration now.
1: Um, yeah, it yeah, to be? Carry
4: if it drops attacking
1: if it drops. Yeah, what do I have to be?
4: Uh, so you have to be uh ten. It's either ten or half of the damage, whichever's higher.
1: Oh right, yeah, I rolled a seven. Oh, I'll get advantage. I'll get advantage, because I've walked That is a thirteen. So oh. oh. you're <laughs> <laughs>
3: awesome.
6: still blurred. Uh, so yeah,
4: do your do your next attack, Gwendolyn.
3: Okay, and that's at disadvantage still, yeah?
4: Still at disadvantage. Cool.
3: Okay, uh, thirteen doesn't hit, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but she's doing Flurry of Bow so she gets another so that's 15 that is my AC <sighs> okay so that one does hit uh, and that is uh, 9 points of damage
1: Oh, where does it hit?
3: she's going for his shoulder because she's really trying to like stop him from hitting her anymore she's trying to like really get it at the source
1: so as he weaves back up you counter hit him by hitting him in the same direction he's going and he just jars and he just slumps to the ground <sighs> Kiryu is unconscious. Oh. oh!
3: Gwendolyn looks to Gaius and I told him to tell me to stop. I promise.
6: It's okay, I had a premonition. Sunshine, lollipop scent. And I'll just pour the water over him while casting healing word. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much? Um, I was about to cast a third level spell. Um, <laughs> I'm going to roll that. Five damage. Less than five damage. Five damage. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> He killed me. <laughs> he
2: killed me. Yeah. Five Could
6: points grab- of
1: healing, sir. He'll wake up and he will just, <sighs> and he will just roll over to his back and look up. He'll just sag and just like relax a bit, and he'll just 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 lie down and just just stare out into the sky.
3: <sighs> Gwendolyn offers him a hand as kind of like a handshake, but also she'll help him get up if he wants helping get up.
1: I think I'll... I think I'll stay down here for a bit, actually. <sighs> Do you shake a hand? Um, he, he, he grabs her hand and then he g- takes his other hand and he gives it a gent- gentle pat and then lets it go.
3: Have a good rest, Enkidu. (laughs) Gwendolyn saunters off. She's also really exhausted, but she's trying to keep her cool.
4: (laughs) Walks around the corner instantly, like starts, ha ha, ha ha.
1: (gasps) Yeah,
3: she's in so much pain. She's going to have a little lie down. She might have to roll some hit dice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I might have to do the same.
2: (laughs)
3: Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. Many thanks for sending in your questions for this month's NSQ. We had a blast answering them. I was laughing so much during that record that my cheeks are still hurting. So a massive thank you to Jeremy Cobb for once again blessing us with his delightful company. Big love to our patrons for joining us live. And of course, thanks to Superfan Sam for being our question master. We'll be releasing the show in all its podcasty goodness next Sunday. If you haven't already, already, do go and subscribe to Jeremy's podcast, Three Black Halflings. They've just started doing some deep dives into different D&D classes, which are super useful, very interesting, and of course, entertaining. And talking of other awesome D&D podcasts, we have an advert for Chosen Ones after the credits of this episode. Make sure you listen to the end for that. Now, if you follow us on social media, you may have seen that there's a new bit of exciting content to enjoy. Enjoy. No Small Talks is a short and informal post-game chat between the cast. We'll be recording these little talks as and when we have the energy after recording an episode and we will be releasing them on Patreon for our patrons to enjoy. However, the No Small Talks that follows episode 30 is available to all you avid roleos out there. So head to www.patreon.com forward slash no small rolls to have a listen. I quite like Roleos as a nickname for you all. That was a suggestion from Mike C on Discord. I'm still open to trying other nicknames out, so feel free to share your suggestions with us. We are at NoSmallRoles on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook by searching NoSmallRoles, and our Discord link is in the show notes. So come and chat with us, Roleos. It's fun talking of fun. Let's get you all back to the action.
5: David, if you want to throw a really high level enemy at us, now is the prime moment. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, when the two fighters have beaten each other up. Yeah. Golem activates, <laughs> Just... walks
4: over, and kicks and Four griffins fly um... right from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Fabulosa comes back. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: yeah.
0: oh, yeah. This, this is where Ferrocene and my return on them. <laughs> yes. <Ma.
2: laughs>
1: They're weak. Drop me to fixing Kido for you.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, just.
3: Uh, I just rolled an eight on my hit dice. So
1: oh, you can sorry. just spend more than one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But I was yeah. just really pleased for rolling an eight okay, on fine. my eight. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Are we having a long rest now or a short rest? be a short rest
4: uh, for you three outside as it's, uh, it's only a couple, sort of three or four hours before Orin reckons that he'll be finished anyway.
6: In that case, then, inspired by their fight, I've got my melody and I'm just playing away. Though lyrics have not come to me, I'm enjoying the tune regardless. And you guys have got a, a D6 extra to your um, whatever you roll for hit points because that's a song
1: of rest. <gasps> oh,
3: I'm
1: going to spend three hit dice. Because I got knocked up. No.
3: I, I've spent two hit <laughs> die and then I rolled a six on that one, Chris. Whoa. So I am rolling good on my hit Ooh,
1: die. Good, good. 11. Great, fine. 15. So I'm back to 20 hit points. I'll take that.
3: 26 will do me for now. She says. She know. dies next episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She did. I wish I'd w- rolled that third hit die.
4: <laughs> So, Orin and Juna, a few hours go by as sort of you're piecing this thing together, and it gets to the point that the last piece, little glass sort of cover, clicks into place, Uh uh, and you've got a working compass. Um, At this point, uh, it is just acting like a normal compass, however, there's nothing magical about it. Oh, you're right, that was North.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um,
4: So, moving on to the last stage to enchant it. Orin, you don't think anybody else is going to be able to help you yeah. with this, to, right. like, mark in the, the sigils and the arcane runes and things onto this campus? So you have to make a calligrapher supplies check.
5: Um. So, Oren, aware that he's going to have to do this by himself and that he's going to be drawing on his uh, calligraphy skills uh, with, the, with his intelligence, I believe. Mm-hmm.
4: Intelligence and Proficiency. Yes. Intelligence and
5: Proficiency. He is going to take a couple of minutes before he actually starts working on it to, to, to like really get himself in the right mode. He's going to thinking about Ferrocene and her quick contraption. He's going to look, look around, find a few bits and pieces, just find some bits... And pieces to really steady his hand, give himself a little support, uh, maybe a little give himself some little bit of mechanical aid um, uh, on his fingers just to really precisely carve the runes as he wants to carve them or, or whatever he's going to carve into this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is casting Enhance Ability again but this time with Fox's cunning as he builds his little contraption to give himself advantage on intelligence checks if he may. Yes, you may.
0: Um, Orin, would you say that you really need some focus? For this task,
5: uh, I probably really need to concentrate, yeah. But
0: do you need some focus? Uh... And she pulls out the tea bag from the caddy and is like, I mean, would, do you need focus? Is what I'm saying She kind of looks a bit like a shriveled up drug dealer <laughs> Shaking a tea bag at him
5: Okay, out of game Focus, does that give you advantage on rolls?
0: I don't know What? What is focus? I thought it was a spell what is going it's, on? A,
5: it's a tea It's, it's one tea. of Juno's tea. teas from it her just tea It seemed like a good
0: time to use yeah, the tea yeah, yeah.
4: It grants advantage on the next skill check
5: Okay, just because I have just given myself advantage uh. Okay,
0: she slides it back in
5: Yeah, Juno. And- uh, um, Auryn, rather That's my character, your Juno. <laughs> or I'll just say, I'd love a cup of Twain Tide if you've got one. Yeah. That will stay in your she, hands. Can I use Aggie? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aggie, um, boil.
0: <laughs> uh, June is quite reluctant to leave Orin on his own doing all the work. So she'd quite like to stay in there and just yeah, go about on. making um, him a tea.
5: I'll I'll heat Aggie up a little bit with my blowtorch if she needs a little bit of heating. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What is going on?
5: I'm heating up a mechanical goose with a blowtorch.
4: It's all all good. (laughs) It's D&D. It's D&D.
5: So Oren creates his little contraption to give himself advantage. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, guys. I rolled a natural two and a natural one. (sighs) Um, That's not good. That's not good. That's a thirteen, and <laughs> that's still a thirteen. Yep. Wow.
0: Wow. What?
4: Yeah, uh, that's uh
5: intelligence. Can it, Can, can plus... Juno
0: help him in any way, or is this like just a pure? Um, and... If you
4: wanted to give him guidance, I will allow a guide. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, not in like an advantage kind of way. Cool. One.
2: Seventeen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> seventeen and seventeen is. Just enough. <gasps> By just enough. I mean, it's the target. <sighs> Are
2: you kidding I like it? to imagine that Juna's
5: guidance comes in the form of her just coming over with a twain type, just when it's yeah. all going a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Oren's like,
2: oh, it's not working.
4: <laughs> and yeah, just as you like, <laughs> essentially, you slightly look up to see Juna approaching you, and that last little brush stroke to like get that line in just connects in the right way and the arcane symbols uh, on the compass just, like, activate slightly. <gasps> the uh, The needle oh. starts turning, orientates itself, and points mostly north, but just slightly to the east. Oh,
5: you it's working? It's working! It's working! It's working, Juno.
0: Oh my goodness!
5: North a little bit east. Is that... The, uh, David's thinking about the map that Gwen has. Is that pointing sort of towards the forest?
4: Yeah, the forest is north from you.
5: Okay.
0: Oh, you know what is northeast from here? Sulmarath.
5: That's weird, isn't it? Mm. Or not. Or or not, no. Well, it's just like, I was just thinking when when we were making that, like, it's funny, isn't it, how weird things from your life just sort of come together in a weird way to all lead to something. Mm. Like, I mean... I've been smithing for years. Well, I haven't done it for a while, but, like, i used to smith for ages and tinker and, and, uh, you know, I know my way around some arcane symbols and it's just, it's funny how everything comes together, isn't it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So we head northeast, right?
5: Yeah, northeast. Let's go and tell the others.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we come out to the courtyard. Yeah, come out and see what
4: on
5: earth is happening out there. Everywhere.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God,
5: they're almost, they almost I mean, be dead. <laughs> oh no.
4: Yeah, it's been a few hours since, since the fight even. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the remains of it, the circle's still there. Like uh, the barrel that, that Gaius has pulled out, sort of like just thrown on the floor. It's, all does look a bit chaos, but you gather all back together in the in the kitchen
5: and share the news. Okay, it's made. Um, thank you for your help, everyone. He did such a good job. Well, no, but Juna did a lot too, and and Kida, you helped with getting the getting the bit of the statue earlier as well. Like, uh,
3: and I helped by staying out of the way. <laughs> <It's> very important. <laughs> really important. That's you. what my father always told me. It was best I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, Gwendolyn.
3: With technical things they're not really my strong suit.
0: Um I know that we're about to head off, but I've been meaning to say this since the boat. Um but I I know that you you were gonna message your father uh maybe to wire us some money, but if you'd like to get a message to your father at any point, Gwendolyn, you know I'll send him whatever you want to send him. Uh, in your own time, and, and whenever you're ready, but, but we can do that if that's what you want to do. I will think about
3: that, for sure. I will think. But thank you, uh Thank you, Juna.
0: You're Gwen. I'm Juna. We're <laughs> 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 what's going on. Uh,
2: who are we? <laughs>
5: if you'd rather ever write him a note, you're also welcome to use the book. Um, If it's easier to put thoughts down on paper rather than saying them out. Not loud or anything anyway, just mm. just a thought uh,
3: yes i uh, yeah i will I will definitely think about that and um i, I really appreciate that both of you uh but uh we've we've got a task at hand and and those things can wait, but uh, thank you,
5: yeah,
3: oh, talking of tasks. Hand. Did we want to check out the arms again before we move on anywhere else?
5: Oh yeah, I
6: completely forgot about them. Um, should we go and look? Yeah, I could just I just couldn't quite put my finger on the mystery of those arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> you never know they might come in handy.
6: Uh. That fight was a white-knuckle ride, eh? not <laughs> palming us off with your terrible jokes.
4: Uh. And a meteor falls from the sky and crushes you all in the house. And all the cast are replaced by new players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to, you're welcome to go back. They're yeah. just uh, in the box, Ferocene sort of being, uh, keeping an eye and checking on them, and they have deactivated again. Mm. Whatever it is that you'd triggered in them or in... Uh, the night before, with the anti magic field, and having just left them alone for a while, they do seem to to be depowered.
5: That that reminds me. First, um, let me see if I can make this a bit better. Um, he's going to pull out his sticky tape of mending. Now we're not in a non magical field, and repair mm. the one that Gwen kicked <laughs> uh, <laughs> to see if we can get that back up to some sort of state. Of, um, yeah, betterness.
4: <laughs> Again, as you sort of pick it up to to sort of inspect it, where best to put the tape? Make a perception check. Natural twenty, <gasps>
2: yes, twenty yes.
5: for a twenty-two. Nice. That makes up for the one and the two.
4: <laughs> I was going to say, and like, and especially for the nine that you rolled last time, you picked the same one up. As you sort of pick it up to look in, you can see sort of magical runes. Just you catch a glimpse of the inside of it, just a little bit, uh, and there are magical runes just running along that that track with what you saw with the detect magic the day before, like of, of different schools of magic all being intertwined. You sort of like uh, just through the into the arm of it. You can't quite see down into the palm clearly enough, but you can see just that there does seem to be like a, a bigger grouping of these runes and and symbols.
5: Huh, that's weird. Okay. So there's a whole lot of runes running down.
4: Is Ferris nearby? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, she's been sort of stood looking at them whilst you've been working on the compass. Is that normal? Like a whole lot of runes running down towards the palm? Well, no, that's the point. None of this is normal. Normally it's just a uh, it's wires and stuff inside and a uh, and a, an a elemental battery sort of keeping it all running. Oh. And I can't see what's, what, I can't read them in the palm, I can't... Not quite. With the, the crack running sort of down the forearm, you can sort of, it's a large enough crack that you can see in, oh, but no. not enough that you can see clearly.
5: Oh, so it's inside the arm that I'm seeing the runes? Yeah. Very seen. You know that one's that's busted already? Yeah. Do you mind if I bust it a little bit more? <laughs> Only if you can fix
4: it. Like, I'm not having you break it, and that's it, and then I'll, yeah, it'll always be broken. How, how am I going to explain that?
5: I um, can probably fix it.
4: <laughs> it's like, you can fix it, or you can't fix it. Probably. It's like, mm. can you fix it?
5: I mean, I think it's broken already.
4: Well, yeah, there's a big crack down it. Yeah,
5: so
1: a little bit more of a crack wouldn't do any harm.
0: Juna's going to message, do it. Do <laughs> it, do it. And
1: Kiri's getting a bit fidgety. Like, break the, break the bloody hand. Break it. Do what you need to do. I tell you break what. Break it. I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. And when I come back, yeah.
4: Let's hope that it is fixed. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 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 Right. Okay. She does. She sort of like starts walking slowly out of the shed. Uh, as she passes Juno, she's like, uh, "Is
0: there any any more food left?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's my kitchen. You but... did
0: you have waffles this morning.
4: Yeah, but it's like lunchtime now, so I'm a bit hungry.
0: You'd show me some more food, and I'll make you some lunch. And she turns around oh, and gives her in a wink.
4: Thank you, Juno. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, she carries on out.
1: <laughs> She's awfully throwing a weight around for someone who's stolen these things in the first place. Yeah, I know, but uh, well, uh, you know,
5: hot property. Um, okay, so it's already kind of cracked a bit. Where he's seeing the runes—is mm-hmm. that right? Yep. Can he kind of pull out? A dagger and a slowly work the crack open a little bit more?
4: Yeah, make a sleight of hand check. Hell yes. Twelve. Twelve, yeah, I'll give you that. It sort of takes a little bit of time, but you follow the uh, the seam as it's, it sort of seems, uh, seems to appear. <laughs> oh, um, college of puns. I mean, we're clearly, that's all what our subclasses are. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind the characters. Yeah, sort of, yeah, you run the the blade down the seam, sort of revealing it as it goes. Um, And eventually you can, like, pull it open so the the inner palm is, like, flipped up a little bit. Mm. And on the inside is a a circular space Mm. where sort of a larger rune sigil type of a thing would be. And like you can see that following all of the others, all of the other lines of, of runes and arcane markings, they seem to converge on this point and like encircle this space. Actually, can you make a make an arcana check looking mm. at this space? Um that is a twenty one. That's oh, okay. Um <laughs> so in the middle of this space, there is an arcane marking, mm. a sort of semicircular in shape. But what's incredibly confusing about all of it is that it's unfinished. Hmm? So the other semicircle opposite is empty. You can tell that this was the sort of conjuration focal point. And interestingly that that's the part that would have activated the rest of the the runes. And that's not there anymore. Well, only half of it is.
5: Half of, so half of it's there. Half is missing. Yep. And does what's there look enough to kind of activate something? Or does it look like something's been taken away since it was active, if that makes sense? Um, yeah, no, it's
4: it's odd. It's, it's where lines and connections in this symbol would have sort of reached across the circle, they just stop halfway through.
2: Mm.
4: Mm. And as it stands, you know that, that that wouldn't work by itself. So it's like unfinished circuits. It's like circuits that don't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly sort of gonna
5: <laughs> when in doubt poke something he's sort of gonna poke the half that's not there
4: <laughs> it just not no you just sort of connect with the sort of the, the metal lining of the hand oh. the inside of the hand
5: half uh, of uh, this is missing this just can't work as this is at the moment how did it come to life can I see how I managed to get it to come to life yesterday A, make an intelligence check.
4: Mm, not feeling intelligent. That's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> <See>? oh, um, <laughs> thinking back, you're not entirely sure what would have activated it last time, as you were just inspecting it, and then they all reacted to you. So you can't you can't remember what it is yeah. exactly that you did, or whether or not it is something that you did at all.
1: I mean, what's wrong?
5: <sighs> like- it feels like this isn't, this feels unfinished. There's half of this is missing. So none of this is going to be able to connect up without another half. And yet last night they were, they sprung into life, didn't they? And they started doing stuff. And
1: that's not, that's not possible from what I'm looking at at the moment. That I can't see how that's possible. David, hmm. do I remember any incidents at any time in the past of someone losing a limb and being operated on quickly to see if they got their limb back?
4: Make a history check. Sixteen. Mm. Sixteen. So because especially you've got a little bit of like sort of med- medical knowledge as well. You have heard of stories of sort of not necessarily whole limbs, but like sort of fingers and things that have come off if they've been sort of preserved and attached again fairly quickly that like some operation can come from them. And you do know of some soldiers who have been wounded and have worn prosthetics to replace old arms. But no, apart from that, like whether or not this has anything to do with that, you don't know.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not sure if this is helpful, Orin, but maybe Mm. um, missing parts in that palm are some kind of magical nerve ending waiting for the body it's compatible with to come back. I don't know. I'm not an expert in these things.
5: Mm, Maybe, if it's attached to the right person.
3: So that rune won't be filled in until it's attached to a person?
1: A compatible person, perhaps. Mm. Hmm. Well then, how
5: did it come to life yesterday? Because you are a wingthrup. No, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what, retrace your steps. What happened? I wasn't here.
2: Well, I,
5: I put my goggles on. I figured out that there was some sort of power, something coming from the palm. So I tried to investigate. So I got my tinker's tools out, and I was doing something. Oh, I can't quite remember what I was doing now. To the palm, I was trying to get in. Like, to access, like, if I might find a battery like Myra had or something in the palm, I think I was going into the palm and then, I don't know, I got a bit distracted because the next thing I know, it just suddenly came to life in my hand and it was trying to go from my neck and it was, uh, I was grabbing at me and, and Aggie and,
2: uh.
1: Okay, okay, sure. I just maybe thought jogging in memory might help. Okay. Uh,
5: looking at that little missing bit, David's thinking back through mm. can I think of anything that would sort of like fit in that little hole anything that would go into that missing half
4: um no beyond uh the other half of that symbol you kind of do recognize some of the arcane markings there so beyond like sort of the other halves of those connections like it is just space to draw or to mark on sort of more runes it's not sort of like a a slot or anything like that.
5: Looking at the half done runes that are there, mm-hmm. do I think I would be able to fill in the missing half of the runes? You could certainly try. <laughs> 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 uh, can I try? Yeah, make a
4: make a calligrapher supplies check. Okay, with intelligence or text or what would you like? Intelligence. 22 Jeez, all the secrets So yeah, you sort of settle yourself down get this open palm in front of you, uh, and especially where you're kind of, you've been in calligrapher's mode and Mm. like, arcane marking mode you do start trying to copy over the markings that you can see um, and like, finishing off the patterns. As you start to do so, the other three arms activate again (gasps) Uh, the one in front of you doesn't, but the other three do. They they arch up, stand on their fingers again. For a brief moment, you think they're going to leap for you. <gasps> and instead, they leap off of the side, out of the box, <sighs> onto the floor, and sc- start scurrying for the door.
3: Grab them! Grab them! Grab no. them! Go, go. Uh, yeah. try, dive and try and grab one! Wait, where, where are they going? Where are they to going? The door. I don't to the door. know! They're trying to escape. Know. Grab them.
4: Yeah, everyone make a quick uh, dex check to, to see if you can grab them. I see my hands are full of quills and things. so I will And not. I'm assuming
0: I'm still off making lunch with uh, Ferrocene, gotcha. right? Yep. Cool. yep. Can
1: I try to grab one and mage an- another?
4: Uh, no, not in enough time, dexterity. unfortunately.
3: Is it a dexterity saving throw?
4: No, just
3: a, <laughs> just a
0: dexterity. <laughs> okay. Are Ruana and Aggie involved?
4: Oh, yeah. No, unfortunately. Not.
5: <laughs> They're, they're having a fight scrolls. in the courtyard at the moment. The two of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've gone into they're the circle. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Not sleight of yeah. hand.
6: No, no, no. No, just a straight dex check. What'd you get, Gaius? With Guyas' roll, um, he charges forward and hits his knee on like a metal cylinder and just like barrels over and, goes, oh, and just hold on to his knee for a bit. He's out. He did nice. not roll well. Ooh. Think you
4: What did you get? Got a nine. No. And Gwendolyn. Fifteen. Ooh. Unfortunately, not. What
3: What is this?
4: So as the three of you start diving over, like (laughs) these things start like darting under tables, under shelves, and they are out the door and they are gone.
1: Is that how fast they are? Can we not chase them?
4: That's where we'll end the
2: episode. What? No.
0: What's gonna
3: happen Uh. next? Where are they going? What's happening? Oh, by the the way, I did roll that third hit die just in case, you know, (laughs) future things. (laughs) You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Rolls. Anon for now.
1: Well, hello there, young adventurer. I've been waiting for you. We've met before, don't you remember? Ah, no worries. I'm quite forgetful myself. The other Sparks are waiting for you. Vieth, Shuey, Theo, and Brandy. They've had such wonderful tales to tell. A truly marvelous story.
2: I wonder which one of
1: them will be the chosen one. Perhaps none of them will. Perhaps it will be you. The morning's coming soon. I have to leave now. Will I see you again? I sure hope So, is a story really a story if there's no one to tell it to? Goodbye for now, adventurer. Chosen Ones is a visual novel-style D&D podcast on
3: YouTube that releases every Thursday at 1pm CST. Find us on Twitter at Chosen Ones d Come adventure with us.
6: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?